Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive, and that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans. Like for a new ride, or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secured Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FTIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creations Facility. Welcome to the OFNT Podcast, Episode 131, Republican Outcasts. Apple files a trademark for Reality Pro. Can this be the name of the long-awaited augmented reality headset? Well, I hope you got your order in for those, air quotes, free COVID test kits. As of September 1st, you are no longer able to order them. Kim Jong-un, the leader of North Korea, has contracted COVID. I guess it's hard to escape the latest variant of the virus, and I'm speaking from experience here. Google won't approve Trump's social media app for the Android operating system, citing violent content. The post used as an example of this does threaten violence, but I've seen way worse on Twitter over the years. Can political ideology have something to do with it? Nah. (laughs) Rest in peace, Mikhail Gorbachev, last leader of the Soviet Union. He was a man who loved his country. I met him years ago because of my employment. I remember him as being kind and friendly. Tech News. With the lead-up to the U.S. Labor Day holiday on the 5th of September, which is shortly followed by the annual Big Apple iPhone event on the 7th, there's just not much to report on this week. As far as Apple's events goes, uh, most of it has leaked out, and I doubt there will be many, if any, surprises. As I told you last week, I have no interest in upgrading from my iPhone 13 Poor Man's Edition or my (laughs) Apple Watch 7. If new AirPods Pro show up, well... I don't think I'll be upgrading to those either. My retirement is looming large these days, and I have to start tightening my belt, so to speak. 
I also said last week that I'm hoping for a new HomePod model that is smaller and less expensive than the discontinued original version, but bigger than the current HomePod minis. We'll see if the rumored new HomePod models make an appearance. Supposedly, Apple will stage another event in October featuring new iPads and Macs. Well, my lovely wife is due for an upgrade for her old-style iPad Air, so we'll be checking out the base model. Other than that, the only other interesting news was that the U.S. government has banned the sale of AI learning chips to China and Russia. I support this move, but I fear the CCP's minions will steal the tech from American companies anyway. Well, if they go that route, at least they'll have to work at obtaining them versus just buying the chips outright. Tech I'm using. Like the tech news section, there's not a lot going on here. I have no new tech to report on, but hey, I have a birthday coming up soon. Hopefully that will remedy this drought. No. I did try the Stride Indoor Cycle app and found it good, but not as good as the good old Peloton app. I tried the Stride app because I'm interested in the Stride open platform and I'm considering getting one of the company's indoor cycles next year. Stride is the only connected fitness cycle that doesn't lock you into their own software. You can use Peloton or whatever service you can download on it and still get all the metrics. It'll be either the Stride, an original Peloton bike, or a true commercial indoor cycle. Whichever I decide, it'll be the last indoor cycle I'll ever purchase. Well, I like to sing the praises of my trusty old iPad Air. It's really a laptop replacement for me. I use it while exercising, for entertainment, and along with its magic keyboard attachment, everything I use to do on my laptops. In fact, I don't know if I'll even buy another laptop once the two MacBooks I have become obsolete. I'll just buy a new iMac and iPad Air or maybe even a new Pro in the future. Yeah, I like my iPad Air that much. Some entertainment news. Well, last episode, I lamented about the fact that just about every content provider out there has their own subscription streaming service these days. Well, I got a deal on a year subscription to Peacock, the NBC network service. I paid 20 bucks versus the normal $50 per year price. There are some good movies and shows on Peacock, but again, that John Wick prequel is what I'm really after. And speaking of the Peacock streaming service, I got to watch the latest edition of the Jurassic Park franchise on it. And you know, the reviews were correct in saying the story is somewhat disjointed with certain characters seemingly thrown in just to check some social justice boxes. It wasn't a bad movie, but it wasn't that great either. Podcasting news. Well, it seems that the podcast movement organization has gone woke. During their yearly podcast conference, the company apologized for letting Ben Shapiro, CEO of Livewire, show up for a few minutes to chat with fans and people who were manning his Livewire booth, a booth that cost $10,000 for the right to be there. Podcast movement had no problems accepting the money, but when some attendees felt threatened by the, in my opinion, demure Mr. Shapiro, podcast movement unleashed a flurry of apologetic tweets, vowing an incident like this won't be allowed to happen again. 
Now, I've never seen Mr. Shapiro in person, but what I've seen of him on video doesn't leave me with the impression that he is physically threatening. He strikes me as a very intelligent man that can win an argument or two using his wit and facts on hand. Imagine that. I guess this is what threatens our fellow citizen snowflakes. There is no threat here. It's just another example of communist-style cancel culture in action. If your opinion doesn't agree with the current communist, queer, woke narrative, you shouldn't be allowed to speak. I think after this incident, the podcast movement conference should be renamed to the podcast bowel movement and flushed down the toilet of history with the rest of the intolerant and evidently easily threatened wokesters. What do you think? Following YouTube's announcement last week of a dedicated place for podcasts, Twitter has announced that its spaces area will now also host podcasts. If you're a podcaster that has an opinion of your own that doesn't jive with the current woke thinking, do not, I repeat, do not put your show on either platform. All it would take is a few complaints like those highlighted in the previous story, and you and your show will be canceled. Not only canceled from those platforms, but also from Apple's podcast index, which unfortunately most popular podcast apps use. Spotify will give you the boot, and if enough pressure is put on the hosting service of your show, they'll kick you off that too. Sure, there's the Podcast 2.0 directory and index, but are you equipped to host your own podcast? That's why in the past I predicted, or actually I, I hoped for, a podcast hosting service located in a country unaffected by the rabid leftist cancel culture we in the West are unfortunately enduring at the moment, and wouldn't care about politics as long as you paid your monthly fee. Are you listening, India? <laughs> well, I'm sorry to report that the month of August was not a very good one for the OFNT podcast. The show has recorded its lowest audience numbers since its debut almost three years ago. And just a heads up, if this continues... It won't be worth the effort to bring a weekly show to you. Just saying. Again, if you have any suggestions on how to improve the OFNT podcast, you can email me at OFNTpodcast at gmail.com. I'm considering launching a podcast dedicated to news and politics. Well, just concentrating on tech with the OFNT podcast. What do you think? Am I on to something? No. Time for a rant. I originally had something else to rant about this week, but then came the speech. You know which one I'm talking about. The one given by our puppet-in-chief, dear leader, Joe Brandon Biden. You know, I believe the man really doesn't have a grasp of what his handlers make him do and that the handlers themselves don't know what they're doing. It's like we have the B-team or minor leaguers running the show. First off, the president was dimly lit with a red background with two U.S. Marines standing at either a modified at ease or a modified at the ready stance off each of his shoulders. I guess they were going for the menacing look, judging by the speech itself, which was, of course, anti-Trump. But for the first time in my recollection, Trump was called out by name. You know, usually these politicians would refer to their predecessors as the last administration. Then. 
The so-called president called out followers of the former president as a threat to our democracy. Though, as I've pointed out in the past, we don't have a democracy in this country. What we have is a representative republic. And this speech follows calling Republicans semi-fascist earlier in the week. You know, this type of language is usually reserved for demonizing enemies during war times, along with dehumanizing them. To me, this is the scary part. Anyway, I thought this was supposed to be the unifying administration. No, no. All I can assume is that the handlers of this president in name only fear a return of Mr. Trump and are doing all they can to stop him and his supporters slash voters. But by demonizing Trump and his supporters, you risk making it cool to be on board with him. And while attempting to rally the Democratic base with this rhetoric, they might have done the opposite and riled up the Republican base. Who knows? With all the departments of the government politicized these days, which, I must add, started under St. Obama, I believe we're in for some scary times. Again, I ask, are you ready for one-party rule? There's that music again. How do I know? Well, I put it there. Anyway, it signals that episode 131 is close to wrapping up. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you and hope you found it worth your while. You still can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. You can tell me what things you liked or disliked about the show. I'd love hearing from you. I really would. See you next week. Oh, remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now, enjoy your holiday weekend. But first, get off my lawn. I'm out. Stay skeptical. Always. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hopefully this is the last time you'll hear this ad, because with Chime checking account features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts, or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com goals 24. That's chime.com goals 24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA, members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details.